But joining me on the line right now is Tourism Top End General Manager, Glenn Hingley. Good morning to you, Glenn. Katie, good morning and good morning listeners. Glenn, we've been talking a little bit this morning about the uh, shortage of taxis and I know that it's uh, been a real concern for a lot of people as they arrive at the airport. Uh, Maybe they're here for the first time from interstate and then when you can't get to your hotel or your Airbnb, it makes a a big impact. How's it going from your perspective? Yeah, it's not a good look, you know. Um, We all know someone now who's arrived in the airport and seen those queues and known, and then jumped on the on the rideshare app, and found what's normally a thirty dollar fare is surcharged up to one hundred and eighteen. Is the one that I've seen is the best around that kind of money. What? Because um, they have that capability to do that with that with that fare surcharging, whereas taxis have had their rates fixed, uh, their distance rates since 2014. Glenn, the only sector of our tourism industry regulated by government. Glenn, just go back to that for a moment. So, on yeah. one of the ride sharing apps. Somebody's been charged how much? That's to get you what would normally be a $30 fare was a $118 fare, but they had to accept it. Now, they chose not to, but yeah. that was it. They took a screenshot of it, and that's, that's the difference between the rideshare industry and taxis. Oh. Taxis is a regulated sector that doesn't matter if you want to go to the end of the street, part, part of the regulation around taxis is they do that. Rideshare have the ability to sit back, pick and choose how they want, mm. have a look at your star ratings, how, what far distance. And also there's been that process where I've heard um, delegations of you know, families all on the rideshare app um, changing their location to see if they could get th- that interest in that car, um, almost bidding against each other for, for those cars. <laughs> it's a real tough one. Yeah. Can I, can I say yep. the, the people who are most concerned with that arrival experience in Darwin is the taxi drivers, our Darwin-owned taxi companies, Darwin Radio, tax, uh, Darwin Radio Taxis and Blue Blue Taxi Company. You know, um, the owners of those, are, they're driving themselves, the owners of those companies. They're on the phones themselves to, to try and make sure that that visitor arrival experience is everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think that's the one that, that's easy to take a photo of that queue. But the other priority, of course, is getting people to the airport to meet their departing flight. Yeah, that's true because as well. You've arrived. Yeah. There's, there's a... When there's a call sheet of people wanting to get to that to that five o'clock departure flight, um, they've got to do all they think everything they can because if there's no other way to get there, they've got to do that. And it's beyond just the airport arrival. It's about getting from your your city hotel down to Stokes Hill Wharf for your harbour cruise, or getting uh, out for a dinner for two, and you can have it so you can have a couple of drinks yep. and not have to drive, and make sure that you get a taxi on your way home. Glenn, so there's all these areas here that are great concern. At the yeah, moment. oh, there is no doubt about it. Um, you know, Glenn, in some cases, how long are you know some of our tourists and or families trying to you know get home? How long are they waiting? We, we've heard those those waits are up to two hours, three hours. Uh, at the airport at its worst and 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 that's that's you know um they're looking at is there a car rental i can do but uh, mm. maybe that's not available in most cases at the moment it's not we've seen a big surge in that and the real challenge here is that the taxi industry isn't as profitable as everyone would like to think it is yeah 40 percent of taxis at the moment are off the road because there isn't the drivers uh, who see it as lucrative enough to do something. They'd prefer to go and work in Woolies or do something else mm. than drive a taxi because uh, the, the fare structure, the costs, and if we look at fuel, you know, that's 205 cents a litre. 
<laughs> and so many of the taxis also, especially on the on the call pickup jobs or to get to the airport, they've got to drive across town. So yep. it's not that point to point of the passenger. It's the it's the getting to there that that's a challenge. Mm. Uh, the cost of tyres has gone up five seven dollars uh, in the last few months. And when I said to to the owners of the taxi companies, I said tyres that can't be a big thing. They said it is if you turn over your tyres every four to six weeks, which a taxi typically does yeah. to keep up with regulations. It's astronomical. Yeah. and we, we did catch up a bit earlier this morning uh, with a couple of taxi drivers and Karen from Catherine was saying exactly that, you know, that um, that with the cost of with the cost of petrol, etc. rising, uh, it gets to the point where, you know, she can't get drivers for her taxi because um, it's, yeah. you know, it's more lucrative for people to go and work at, at Woolies or anywhere else um, yeah. rather than, than driving a taxi. Glenn, what can we do? How, you know, is there anything that can be done in this space because like you've touched on obviously as the tourism top end general manager it's going to have an impact on us when it comes to tourists having an impact is having a well-being on the drivers and the company owners as well as our tourism experience up here as well i think there needs to be a concerted effort to also recognize that the uh the costs have risen dramatically but but taxi fares haven't and so we've got to, um, for a period of time, and I, maybe this is just for the, for the next three months or the next six months, be able to, to, to do something to make sure that it's attractive for people to want to drive a taxi, be you a student or someone who's um, semi-retired looking for some extra hours, um, that you can do that. The other one is is the level of enforcement, that, of, of regulation enforcement that goes around what is already a highly regulated sector, taxis, mm. is the level of enforcement's the perception, the feeling from drivers at the moment, it's quite, I'm going to use the word overzealous, yep. where there could be a bit more understanding. So there are many occasions I've heard in recent weeks where taxi drivers just said, enough. I don't, I don't need to be pulled over and chastised or checked or double checked for something. I haven't done anything wrong, but I've just got, I've got compliant officers stepping out of the bushes and saying, we, we want to talk to you. Now, in any industry, there are people aren't doing the, wrong, the right thing, but yeah. I think overwhelmingly taxis are proud of what they do and proud of the services they supply and are trying to keep up with demand. Yeah. The other thing is, and we talk about airports specific, is is um, we, we had a meeting with uh, with government uh, government yesterday yeah. was to talk about what what interim can be done around shuttle bus services in partnership with um, Darwin Airport. We right. know that Darwin Airport are working hard on this as well. Yeah. Um, that there's a period of time here, especially those early mornings when it's all stacked up and people are going to hotels, mm. um, that we can we can make it easier for those companies that are already providing the service to be able to put on some more uh, registered vehicles, registered to carry passengers commercially, to to be able to do that. And uh, now that's not helping all the locals coming home either, or, or friend, visiting friends and relatives who aren't getting picked up at the airport. It only helps people to get to the hotels, of course. But there are vehicles available, but we just, A, we need drivers, and B, we just need a little bit better understanding from our friends at Northern Territory Government, especially in the compliance around the commercial passenger vehicle area, just to make it a little bit easier for these guys to be able to operate and deliver. Yeah. Because the knock-on effect is very ordinary experiences for arrival experiences for customers who have paid a lot of money. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Glenn Hingley, we always appreciate your time. Uh, We might have to have a chat to you again maybe next week or in the very near future because we know that it is incredibly busy at the moment when it comes to tourism, but we've run out of time today, so we will have to catch up with you again um, very soon if that's all right, Glenn. 
So um, please, and if you have the choice of taking a taxi or a rideshare, please always take a taxi. We wouldn't want to see our, our Darwin without taxis or the Northern Territory without our taxis. Glenn Hingley, lovely to speak to you this morning. Thanks for your time. Thank you.